everybody. Well, it's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday, and I wanted to give you an example of um, open. This is a time when I had to be open to um, an experience that happened um, to me that was not in my control, but that was life-changing. So I'm going to go back to uh, something that happened to me when I was pregnant with my first child. So this is many years ago. And um, I had uh, been working in an office as an office manager. And I knew that I was going to be leaving on maternity leave. And I wasn't quite sure yet what I was going to do when I was returning to work as far as how long I was going to be out. And then, you know, was the child going to go in daycare? Were we going to get a nanny? It was very popular at that time to have full-time in-home daycare. Um, you know, so... Um, or put your child in a daycare facility, like a, a home daycare facility. So I, that was the plan. So anyway, I trained the other people in my office to take over for my job while I was gone. I've trained everybody to do my responsibilities so that they wouldn't have to bring in a temporary employee. That was my mistake. So I guess they quickly realized that if that if those two part-time people could do my work, they wouldn't need to have me come back. And that would save them a lot of money <laughs> to not have to have my salary. And this was a small nonprofit, so it wasn't, um, wasn't the kind of situation where they were obligated by law to, um, to, have, to replace me. They could have offered me another position and it would have been um, like offering me a stipend to return. So they actually um, presented this situation to me and said that they thought it might be better for me to stay home with my baby. I was like in shock. So, you know, basically telling me, go on maternity leave, and, but you're not going to have your job when you come back. You're going to have to do something else and you're going to be getting paid a lot less if not, you know, a volunteer position. And I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you're, you're firing me, basically. And um, I was so upset. And, you know, at a time when I really wasn't sure what to do. This was all new. Brand new first time mom. Um, you know, we were so young. We'd only been married for years. And um, everything was so new at that time. And just, oh. How are we going to survive on one income? Um, we had just bought a house. No, I think, were we still renting? We were still renting a house. But um, we were just like still, like, no way were we going to be able to make it and what were we going to do. So it was pretty upsetting. It was just like one of those things, like, I was bitter, too. I was so bitter. I was like, how could they do this to me? I gave them so much, you know, that kind of thing. So, um Anyway, we thought about it and thought about it. And I had the baby and um, I was home with the baby and I was watching a lot of TV. And I remember watching Oprah Winfrey. And I remember learning about being open and learning about um, soaring with the wind, I think was the frou-frou way they talked about it. But it was about learning about going with the flow and um, taking what comes and making the best of it. And 
Um, also, in the news at that time, there was this nanny cam incident where someone had found their um, nanny was abusing their child by having a, a camera in the home. This was a very first time that this was this had happened and this was revolutionized you know the industry because that, that before that you didn't know what was going on with your child and the child had been abused and they they caught the nanny doing it and so I was like no way am I putting my child in daycare um, so we worked it out so that I stayed home and uh, we managed and I didn't go back to work and you know what um, what they said about me staying home with my child was a wise thing for them to, to give me that advice. It hurt when they said that because I thought what I wanted to do was the right thing. But I was open to listening to that advice. And that was the first time I had to be open to a new experience that was totally life-changing. Hey, Melissa, it's Brian over here at My Mental Download. When I think about being open, I think, I, honestly, I think about education. Because the more open you are to new experiences, the more you learn. And the more you learn, the more open you are to new experiences. So for me, the education part of, of our lives is what truly makes being open such a wonderful experience. Uh, now, I do admit that sometimes it, uh, it makes you open to the realization of some of the problems we have in our society, like the patriarchy, but uh, the benefits of education far outweigh anything that uh, could be a negative. And that, to me, is what being open is all about. Hey, Melissa, how are you? This is your man, uh, Mr. Kwan from Kingdom Driven Radio, and I do appreciate the thought of the week is talking about pertaining to being open and um, yes we need to be open to any and every possibility and the way that we be open is to allow God in part of it as we put God as the MVP the most valuable player the center of our joy we will be able to be open and part of also being open is transparency so we have to be willing to open people uh, to open our lives up to other people amen see that's one of the things of being open we have to be willing to open up ourselves to reevaluate ourselves to investigate ourselves and in the midst of doing that we are sharing it with someone else to be a blessed as well as a blessed so god bless you melissa hey melissa this is Gigi from bright beautiful world wow open it was funny because that provoked such a strong response from me and it's such an innocuous word that there doesn't seem to be anything particularly powerful about it but when you start thinking about it especially when you started explaining the different ways you could be open um yeah that it kind of took me by surprise and indeed you do have to be equal parts strong and vulnerable in order to be open and um, that can be quite challenging but thank you so much for for having this as your word of the week and sharing it with us um, I always love these new things to think about and can't wait to see where you go with this one hopefully talk to you soon have a lovely lovely day bye hey there Melissa this is KT 
And I just wanted to respond to the theme of being open. I think that is so powerful. Just hearing you speak on that made me do some self-reflection. And about a year ago, I had surgery and I was in the house for maybe like three months and I couldn't walk. And when you're alone, you have time to pretty much learn who you are. And one thing I realized is that I was closed minded to a lot of stuff. And I wasn't open to a lot of stuff. So being on my journey now, I've been more open to being who I really am and being willing to go into um, uncomfortable situations and uh, situations and circumstances that make you feel vulnerable because that's when you really learn. That's when you really grow as an individual, when you get outside your comfort zone. So I, I salute you for throwing that theme out there. That is amazing and it's powerful. Have a good one. Peace. Hi. Oh, hi. I'm so glad you're here. How are where you? else where else would I be? <laughs> well, I was just sending you a quick message to let you know I only have 10 minutes, so I thought we could talk here for a little bit and then um, meet up later. Sure. Okay, cool. So the theme this week is open about um, you know, having an open mind. Okay. Yeah, and I wanted to see what you thought about that. I know I'm kind of cold calling you, but um, <laughs> you know, friends for <laughs> exactly. So uh, just let me let everybody know, Cindy Harris, my best friend, is joining me for this call, so we could talk about the theme of the week, which is open. Mm-hmm. And um, on my card uh, for the from the deck for from daily affirmations, it says um, you have to be vulnerable and confident it's kind of an equal mix of of let you know letting yourself be open but also having the strength to and of conviction to be able to be open to new things and changes and stuff so you know I kind of wanted to get your take on that and then also like I gave an example of a time when um you know I had a challenge of of when life threw some crazy thing at me and had to make a definite big life change but I was open to it, and it was a good. It turned out to be a good outcome, but it was difficult. So you know, I really challenged everybody to call in with with, with their feelings and thoughts on it too, and I got some really great calls. Well, yeah. it, it definitely takes, I think, also a lot of courage to be open because if you're afraid of what people, quote unquote, might think of you, or you know, things like that, then you're apt to not to be so open and you're apt to be more closed, right? Yeah, you know, especially, well, you know, transparency came up and and being authentic and being true to yourself kind of comes up. And yeah, so if you're thinking about what other people are thinking about, that's just going to compound your, your grief and your, your strife when you're having to to make decisions about your life. Very, yeah, very difficult. So definitely the, the courage, you know, confidence and courage kind of goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big step, I think, um, to have that transparency, to have that openness. Um, but I think that it's probably the best thing that you could do for yourself. 
You know, the other thing that came up was being open. And I think we have to deal with this a lot because we deal with the public and with strangers coming on to our live streams and stuff. Yes. Being, being open to different cultures and different people and, and different understandings and trying to communicate as well as we possibly can what, what we mean and understand what other people mean. And that kind of openness and acceptance is so important too. It's <laughs> And it's funny you should say that because I, I say things a lot being I'm from New Hampshire, if anyone doesn't know, and I say things and then sometimes I'm like, did Melissa take it the way I meant it to, you know, like, you know, is it, is it being perceived the way it's meant to be perceived? Or you say that must be a New Hampshire, you know, slang for something or rather. And it's like, I guess I, I, I have to take into consideration. Not everybody understands. <laughs> well, that's funny. Cause I started doing that uh, probably about five or six months into our friendship, which is about a year ago now where I would say, is that New Hampshire right for whatever I perceive <laughs> it to be? Because I, I recognize that you did have a little bit of a sarcasm that was different, a little bit of humor that was different. And that, you know, I noticed when I met you and your son and spent time that you that you just had a different rapport than I did with my son. And that was acceptable with you guys. That's just the way you talk to each other. And I was like, wow, that's different than the way we talk to each other. But that's OK. It's right. OK. It is OK. And and. and... It's yeah, so loving. It's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just so when you talk to me like that, that's loving, and I'm used to it now. But other people right. might not get that. Well, that's like like you said. So you have to be open to the other person, in the sense that um, it, it it's understanding them, and then oh. Hi, sorry. Take two. <laughs> so you were starting to say something really brilliant about how how um, if you hadn't been open with me and vice versa, we wouldn't understand. We wouldn't have gotten to know each other to understand each other's sense of humor and each other's, you know, perception of, of things. Time. Yeah, so true. It's so true. And it takes time and patience. Yes. And, and, you know, the willingness, willingness came up a lot this week as people were sharing their thoughts about the word, uh, in, you know, being open. The word is not just a word, it's a whole concept. The concept of being open, willingness came out. And I think we were willing to take that time and, and give it our all because the relationship was so, you know, valuable. Interesting. Well, yeah, and I mean that's yes, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I'm I'm really glad that you agree with me, and you know I know that I have to tell everybody who's listening. Thank you for listening, first of all, but also this lady would not just agree with me to agree with me. If she didn't, she would say so. So, um, you know, that's the New Hampshire. I <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I guess I'm not a typical Californian because Californians will definitely speak up and say, you know, they're mine too, but uh, I'm usually a little reserved. But, you know, um, the other thing is part of the reason why I started um, Anchor and reading my 
book chapter by chapter is because Cindy doesn't like to read books and I want her to hear my book. But I want to tell you, Cindy, I've been enjoying reading it out loud. And as I I skipped ahead a little bit today because I was looking for something, I was thinking that that I would find it maybe not read it in order because I couldn't wait but right. then I thought no I'm gonna keep reading it in order I actually love my book more now because I'm hearing it from how I think you might hear it does that make sense yes and I'm glad that you're reading it too because I do enjoy it more when it is read by the person who wrote it because I think that then I also feel the feelings uh. you know I can read the words but the way I interpret them might not be the way you meant them to be interpreted. You know what I'm saying? So you know my voice too. So you, yeah. You know, the inflection and the thought behind it as you hear it now, because you know me and I feel that so much more intimate and I love that. Yes. And, you know, now that I've done a year in bloom and I've, you know, dug a little bit more, I'm rediscovering some of the things I'm writing and I'm, I'm, sharing it in the space I'm at now and then I'm thinking about when I published the book but then also when I wrote it and these are like you know three to five year chunks of time mm. so it's pretty cool and um I just it all is so meaningful so thank you thank you for inspiring me so I'm glad I was open to all of that <laughs> and, and and me too and thank you for inspiring me and and, and that's the, the love of it all is, yes, we, we don't always agree on everything, but we are open to each other's opinions and we don't quickly dismiss them. Yes. We, we listen to each other and we think about what each other's point of views are and determine where, you know, where there's a happy medium or we just agree to disagree, but it, we, it, it doesn't affect our friendship. It's true. And the best tool I ever got and I ever started to use was to stop and say, why? Why do you say that? Or what makes you say that? You know, it's not challenging. It's just a, a point of wanting to know and understand better. Right. So, you know, I learned that in, in my job to when you take instructions or are given a task and you don't understand something, don't walk away thinking, oh, I, I'm going to sound stupid if I ask why and then try to figure it out. If you just say, can you explain exactly how you want that done? So I make sure I know what you, you know, what you're talking about, you know, just to get a better understanding before you walk away, it's, mm. you know, it is to your advantage and theirs, you know, if, and it has really served me well. So, um, because we don't have a lot of time to fix things in this. Right. <laughs> Good. And Good advice. <laughs> so anyway, I have something I have to do and my timer went off. So thank you so much, Cindy. I really appreciate you taking the time right now and I will catch up with you later. Thank you for having me on and take care everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye. Bye.